0: Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations.
1: Vegas Nation sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up.
0: It's time for another Vegas Nation podcast. You're listening to the Raiders Post Game Edition. Hey everybody, welcome to the Vegas Nation Post Game Edition podcast here. It's Heidi Fang and I'm joined with Ed Graney, our Review Journal sports columnist, as well as Adam Hill, our Raiders and NFL writer. And if you hear those drills, that means things are under construction here at Allegiant. It's almost like it's a metaphor because right now the Raiders have a lot to focus on after their loss to the Chicago Bears here at home. But before we get into it, I want to remind everybody to hit subscribe wherever you're listening and also make sure to check out everything that we're doing at VegasNation.com. And we are brought to you today by STN, Station Casinos. Make sure to download that app and get up to a $500 bonus when you sign up. We're also presented to you by TickPick from Blue Wire. All right, everybody. Let's get into it here, Ed. Uh, Not a very pretty display here by the Raiders today. Couldn't get things going on offense. Another slow start. Uh, Derek Carr running for his life with the offensive line in shambles. What was your biggest takeaway from this loss here today against the Bears?
1: You know what, we're going to I know we're going to talk about a lot of things. We're going to talk about John Gruden and the me- emails and all of that, but at the end of the day, their offensive line's horrible right now. It's 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 hurt, it's rebuilt, and I don't even know how rebuilt it is. They put uh, Alice Leatherwood inside, they put Brandon Parker outside. None of it worked. He was uh had a pocket collapsing around him. Uh, I they had three sacks. I thought he was sacked even more. A lot of you know tackles for loss. I thought he went down actually more than that. So until they get that fixed. Um it Doesn't matter about emails. Doesn't matter about off-field controversy. Nothing matters until they get that offensive line fixed. Because if you're that poor in the offensive line, you're not going to beat many people. So I don't know what they're going to do. Um, they keep working on it. I'm sure they're, you know, watching film as we speak, and they're trying to get it, trying to get it right. But you just might have guys right now who are not good enough at this level to play consistently on the line. And if that's the case, as Adam drinks a soda, um, then
2: uh, things are going to be bad
0: talk it adam
2: it was a a long day
0: (laughs) you gotta get it in my man get it in
2: it was it was a rough uh a rough day for the raiders a rough day for i mean for everybody it feels like the last 48 hours has been about a year and i think the raiders kind of felt the same way i mean from you know us speaking to john gruden on friday afternoon uh at his normal press conference which you know is two days before the game he's the only one that speaks after practice and just you know a couple questions about the game and Uh, how you know how you're going to handle Justin Fields how you're going to handle the offensive line Uh, literally minutes after he left the podium uh, that Wall Street Journal dropped and it it felt like this 48 hours was an eternity and I think you saw that in the Raiders as much as they said after the game that it didn't affect them and they had blocked it out and it it wasn't an issue Uh, this is a team that they should have beat and the defense did more than enough to keep them in the game Uh, they you know you come out you you struggle in the first half you're behind but you force Essentially three straight three and outs. I know there was one first down in there, but three punts on less than five plays each drive to start the third quarter and you get nothing from it. You take advantage of it. Not at all. And I think that's where, you know, the game had a chance to swing back in the Raiders favor. They finally did score, but then uh, couldn't generate anything after that. Uh, It was just an ugly day. The offensive line was, uh, I mean, an abject disaster. I don't think it's unfair to say that. Um, but they've been over, able to overcome that in other games. They weren't able to do that today. Uh, the defense was fine, but as Yanni Kankoway said, he said, you know, good defenses can force three and outs. Great ones force turnovers and set up the offense. And they weren't able to do that. That's three straight games now without forcing a turnover. They've only forced three all season. Um, there are there are issues that they were able to come overcome early in the season, and they're not now. And, and I think it's it's absolutely fair to say that the distractions were a factor, whether they were a major factor or the biggest factor. You can't say for sure, and nobody on the team is going to say that, but how could they not be? I mean, it, it's been exhausting for us for 48 hours. I can't imagine what it's been like for them.
0: Right. And after the game, we heard from Josh Jacobs, Denzel Perryman, Yannick Ngakwe, and Derek Carr, all of them made a point to state it as a non-issue that it wasn't really affecting them in the locker room that the coach talked to them before the article dropped and that they had a chance to talk amongst themselves and try to process this but ultimately I don't see how it can't be a distraction. Ed, what do you have on
1: that? Adam's right. You you saw nothing, and not just with our paper, but nationally. And Look, no matter what, these guys read stuff. They're on the internet all the time. They lead press conferences and immediately grab their phones. So they knew everyone was writing about it. Everyone was talking about it. In a sense, it's more about preparation. I think I think when the ball's kicked off, they're kind of end of the game. I don't think they're sitting there in third and eight thinking, well, you know what's happened with Gruden, what are we going to do here? But leading up to the game, the preparation, what your mind's on, what your focus is on, that's where I think it could have gotten in their heads a little. Um, to what degree, I don't know how much. I mean, you have a 53-man roster. Um, I wrote it last week, You know, 36 of the 53 are black players. This was a uh, racial comment towards... Um, Mary Smith, the the NFLPA executive director, and who's black, and this comment was made towards him in an email ten years ago. So how the players in this team really reacted internally, I'm not sure. But like I said, once the ball kicked off, I don't I don't think it I don't think it plays in their heads. It's just what happened, which we don't know or won't know probably in the 48 hours prior to that happening. And if that's where your mind's at, then you know what? Then your mind isn't completely focused on the game. And if your mind isn't completely focused on the game 100, percent then you can play poorer than expected and they did not play well at all for most phases. Like I I think I, I agree with Adam defensively they were okay. They still they gifted Chicago their first touchdown with three three penalties. But for the most part they were okay defensively. But when you're that bad offensively and your offensive line's that bad, it really doesn't matter you know what you're doing in other phases
0: right josh jacobs still can't get going compounded by the fact that uh khalil mack having a banner day of course here with credited with one sack and seven tackles one assist uh he looked pretty good out there and like we had mentioned got to car a couple times um adam what was your take on how the pass rush really disrupted this raiders offense?
2: yeah that was all part of the the offensive line you know disaster Uh, i guess we could just keep finding adjectives that are worse and worse uh, <laughs> like to describe adject. it uh yeah um yeah it was it, it wasn't great obviously and like Derek Carr said I think you need to wait until Tuesday for the most part to um well they get the all 22 sooner than we do but we get it on Tuesday and uh go through and see exactly what went wrong but the holding penalties the false starts they continued uh and you know couldn't cre- create any running lanes and then you know even Derek Carr even when he wasn't sacked and wasn't even pressured he couldn't get to his spot he couldn't get to where he wanted to drop back because every time he got there there was somebody there and he had to you know maneuver around in the pocket which you know at this level you're gonna have to do but not every single snap which uh, it was kind of turning into there for the Raiders um, they need to get it fixed and you know early in the season we talked about it and said they need to get this fixed they're 3-0 and but why are they 3-0 how are they 3-0 they can't block anyone and now the last two games it's kind of showed up a little bit more uh the slow starts are also showing up a little bit more uh but yeah the, the 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 bears front you know the front of their defense and their pass rushers and the defensive line controlled the game and just think one of the best defensive tackles in the entire game akeem hicks was not playing today it could have been even worse uh for the raiders up front if they had to deal with that and you know it's not going to get much easier the denver broncos are on the horizon and their defense is very very good uh, their offense struggled a little bit today but uh, their defense is really good so all of a sudden you you're facing a road trip where you're looking at being 3 and 3 after starting 3 and 0 and having all of that progress and all of the good vibes that you felt just completely wiped away. And, and that's not something the Raiders want to have right now. Yeah. All
0: right, there. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get more into this 20-9 loss that the Raiders had to the Chicago Bears right here on the Vegas Nation Post Game Edition. Locals know the SCN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the SCN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. Raiders football is finally back and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Raiders tickets anymore because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll need is your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all of their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. We know Raider Nation is psyched about the games taking place at Allegiant Stadium this year and on the road. Raider Nation is everywhere, so TickPick has you covered. Make sure to check it out. Visit TickPick.com slash Vegas Nation and use the promo code Vegas Nation to save $10 on your first order of Raiders tickets. Welcome back to the Vegas Nation Post Game Edition. It's Heidi Fang, Adam Hill, and Ed Graney. We're breaking down the things that happened here in the Raiders' loss to the Chicago Bears. The final score here, 20-9 to at Allegiant Stadium. Ed, next week, they're going to have to get right back into it. They moved around Alex Leatherwood. There were still some penalties that were drawn up. We talked all about this offensive line. Brandon Parker, I mean... Being on the tackle instead of um you know out of the lineup, but what how did they get back to trying to configure this offensive line? Do they look at a fresh look? Do they keep the same guys in place? What do you imagine might happen?
1: Well, until they get healthy, I think you have to go with this look. You can't keep moving the kid between tackle and guard, and then you're really probably going to lose him. Uh, he hadn't played guard till I, uh, since 2018, I think, at Alabama. So I think the hope is as he plays more guard, he's going to get better and better. Um, but yeah, they need guys. Back healthy, um, and if you can't get that for a while, then you just have to hope. Yeah, you, know, you have to coach them. You have to coach them hard, and you have to see what you can do. And you know, it's a cliche, but it's true. I'm sure they're already looking at film of how they can get them better, how they can protect car better. Um, you can protect quarterbacks, you know, uh, better sometimes. With, you know, with the other bodies besides linemen. maybe they look at that. Two tight ends, more two tight end sets than they already are already doing. Angle anything you can to get some kind of pr- protection in the pocket, um, which they didn't have at all today. They couldn't protect the pocket at all. Um, Josh Jacobs was pretty funny afterwards. I mean, you know, he said, Hey, the offensive line's young. They're getting better. He goes, But sometimes I look on film and I look at their lanes I have, and he goes, What do you want me to do with that? Uh, he added a few more flare, flare words that we can't put on the uh, podcast, <laughs> but, uh, but he's right. I mean, a lot of times I'm sure he looks at film and says, Okay, you know, I don't know what you want me to do here. There's just no lane to run in. So, yeah, Adam said it already. They they just have to get better. I mean and, and and it's not gonna get any easier with Denver either. But if you wanna stay in this race and not let one loss go to two loss, go to three loss, go to five losses, then they're gonna have to figure out a way to, to, to get running lanes and to protect their quarterback.
0: For sure. And uh Adam's scary moment there when Derek Carr went down. Like uh, you could see everybody kinda hovering around, circling around, making sure that he was all right. Um, that stinger obviously not a big deal because he did come back into the game but I mean how many more hits that can Carr really take
2: yeah and in that case it was a quarterback sneak that he was trying to push across the line he did he got there he got the first down um, but I thought interestingly to, to that point of how much damage you want to take they did bring uh, Nathan Peterman in for three plays while Carr was evaluated uh, he was in the tent I thought they were evaluating him for concussion but they said after the game it was a neck issue uh, but it was definitely in the head-neck area, so they're evaluating Carr. Uh, It looked like Peterman picked up a first down on the third down play, so they send Carr back in the game, but it turns out it's fourth and very short. And they take Carr back out because they wanted to run quarterback sneak, which I thought was interesting in that, hey, you don't want him to take any more hits. You want to protect him as much as possible. Uh, so you keep Peterman out there to run the quarterback sneak. He barely got it, but he did get there and get, got that first down. So uh, he comes in for four plays while Carr's out. They get a first down. So that really didn't derail them much. Um, it, it wasn't. It certainly wasn't Carr's injury that impacted this game. And I know there was a lot of nerves uh, going forward. I, I asked uh, Car as he left the podium today, how his neck was, and he just gave a thumbs up as he walked off. So I, I think he's fine. Um, John Gruden didn't sound too concerned about it after the game. But, um, yeah, the, the, one of the most important things in the NFL is protecting your quarterback and um, not just so he can throw, so he can stay on the field. Uh, so, you know, with this offensive line, uh, it's pr- the health of Derek Carr is probably going to be concerned the rest of the year.
0: And the defense, I think, again, did a fairly good, good job of uh, preventing as much as they could. They were on the field again a lot, Uh, and then you see Jonathan Hankins go out. Ed, what was your first overall impressions of what the defense did today and what they Um, did well? Like
1: I said, I think they played well enough. 20 points should be enough to win a game at home when you're favored by 5.5. You know they gave up twenty points. That should be enough. That should be enough for the Raiders at home to score twenty-one or more. Sorry, so that's on the offense. Like I said, first, you know, the, they they were penalized I think twelve times as a team overall. Uh, the three on the gift touchdown to the Bears didn't help. But again, I think they did enough to win a football game, and they just didn't get any help from anyone else. Um, if you'd, you, know, I think all three of us, if you'd have said before the game, okay, the Bears are getting twenty, are the Raiders winning? You'd like say it. Yeah, they're winning the game. They can get 21. They can score three times to beat the Chicago Bears, and they didn't come close. So defensively, I thought they were good enough to win a game, and that's what you want. I mean, if you can walk away at the end of the game saying that phase was good enough to win it, you know. Gruden says you have to win all three phases. Special teams today, AJ Cole was great. Uh, 54 average on four punts had a 70 yarder. Daniel Carlson didn't get much work. Carlson hit his only field goal attempt. So you know, so let's say it was a draw or you know, special teams. You know, no one really other dominated. Um, I thought defensively, you know, again, I thought they played well enough to win, but offensively they were so bad that they lost that phase, and that's what lost them the game.
0: All right. So coming up next, the Denver Broncos uh, looking for a perhaps drama free week with the Raiders uh, in terms of what might be going on with John Gruden. I don't think will be possible this week. Uh, Adam, do you expect that things can come down the pipe here as we head into week six? And if so, um, I mean, what could this mean for the Raiders as they prepare for the Broncos?
2: Yeah, supposedly the league is meeting tomorrow, not just about the situation. The league meets every Monday uh, with their executive committee, and uh, this is expected to be. A very, you know, one of the major topics, probably the major topic, and uh, will dominate the conversation at that meeting. So, um, I would say, you know, you know, twenty-four in the twenty-four hour period after that meeting, uh, which is Monday. is when you would expect to hear something if anything is going to happen. The, the league is in a weird spot with this because he wasn't a league employee at the time. Uh, the language in the CBA does allow some flexibility in terms of best interest of the league, so they might be able to use that clause to punish him if they wanted to. Uh, but I think that would be fought in court. I think it would be a long battle. Uh, the league's best bet uh, through the process is probably to try to get the Raiders to do something uh, in terms of putting some pressure on Mark Davis uh, to you know, discipline uh john gruden in some way um that's going to be tough when you're in a spot where you need to win all of these games you don't want to not have your head coach and your play caller there uh so it it might there might be some pushback uh, from the raiders on that i I think it'll be very fascinating to see how this process plays out because it seems like the league wants to do something um if you watch any of the morning shows today uh around the league uh there was a lot of you know a lot of mixed opinions those that seem to know gruden well uh, seem to go to bad form, and maybe those that you know, Rex Ryan. Um, not sure what his relationship is necessarily with Gruden, but um, he was very strong, uh, condemning the statements. Randy Moss and Sam Ponder, the the you know host and, and one of the analysts on the show, were just outright crying uh, about you know the impact that this statement could have on the league and some of the players around it. So uh, it, it hasn't been you know the reaction hasn't been great. Uh, around the league in terms of you know support. I mean, some of it has been, some of it has been negative. So I think there are people that definitely want him punished. I think the process is going to be difficult uh, because of that fact that he wasn't a league employee at the time. Um, and we'll see how this all plays out. But uh, I would expect you know the next 48 hours, we talked about the previous 48 hours, the next 48 hours yeah. is probably uh, yeah. what we watch. And so uh, uh, the clock is, you know, I, I think Randy Moss used the expression today, the clock is ticking um something should be done and that that was what he said uh, so we'll find out how that plays out i was looking ahead as you mentioned uh, they've got the broncos on the horizon next week i wanted to see uh what that number is right now uh and currently the broncos are a three-point favorite over the raiders so um the look ahead line was one or two so adjusting based on how the broncos look today uh, and how the raiders look today that ticks up a little bit to three uh but According to the odds makers, that will be a third straight loss to the Raiders, and you know they do have the Eagles after that. Eagles looked good today too, so got you know no easy wins in the NFL, and certainly the next couple of weeks for the Raiders. If they are, you know there was some anonymous reporting today. Some agents I think leaked out that uh, there were some very very angry players in the Raiders locker room. Um, if that is true, if that's the case, we haven't been able to uh, hear any of that. But if that is true, then they've got a lot of damage control to do over the next couple of days to get ready for a tough divisional opponent on the road in, in Mile High.
0: Had any final thoughts on that?
2: Uh, no, I did not hear those reports on the angry players. Um, doesn't surprise me.
1: You know, a lot of tension this week. Uh, and then you turn around and you lose the game, um, you know emotions can boil over but they've got to fix it fast if that's what's happening because this will get away from you like we said you don't want to compound two losses with three losses with five losses and it goes fast adam's right um there are no easy games it's a cliche because it's true look at the scores every week around this league who wins who doesn't you know who plays well so they've got to fix it they've got to fix it fast um not an easy place to go into next week with their defense uh so we'll see what happens but yeah well i, I also think adam's right in that look if he's going to be disciplined it needs to happen in the next 48 hours you can't let it linger like if you let this linger because then what it becomes it becomes the story of the day every day and it you just can't happen so i think mark davis won't let that happen i think if he's going to do something it will be tomorrow or tuesday even gruden said afterwards let's see what happens in the next few days i think he even knows something's coming but you got to get this done you got to do whatever you can do and you got to move on because if not this could if you want it lingering this could not be good with your record and what's happening on the field
0: Alright, there you have it. Like Adam said, we're on the clock. So, we'll see what happens. We'll keep you updated. Everything happening in print and online at ReviewJournal.com and VegasNation.com. Make sure to check out both of those sites as well as everything that these guys do on Twitter at EdGraney and at Adam Hill LVRJ. And if you missed their unsportsmanlike uh, conduct podcast on Friday, this situation was also broke down in that. So, uh, three days a week we have you covered here with Vegas Nation podcasts and Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays and next week we'll be back with another one following the Denver Broncos game so thanks for Adam and Ed we'll be back next week Locals know, the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today.
1: Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations.